Today's word of encouragement comes from the Apostle Paul and the directive that he gave to the Philippian brethren in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. And it's a, a famous verse, a well-known verse, and a comforting verse. He said, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. What a, a, I think it's kind of a cap. He's coming to the end of his letter here to the Philippians, a church he loved deeply and who loved him. But I, I, I tie this verse back up to at least verse 6 where he tells us to be anxious for nothing. Uh, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Well, then how, what will enable me to be anxious for nothing? Mm-hmm. Well, usually what causes us to be anxious is because we're dwelling on something that we don't seem to have an answer for or we can't do anything about. We're worried about something. Well, if I can fix my mind on things that are true and noble, just and pure, lovely, of good report, if I think about those things, meditate on these things, that'll put things in perspective and my anxiety will be relieved. I, I won't be worrying about all that stuff. Absolutely. I'll take it to the, to the Lord in prayer and let him deal with it, just as Paul talks about here. And I think inherently we know that to be true, just whether you're a, a, a student of the Bible or not, you think about your mind and the way that it affects the rest of your body. Uh, as you said, worrying about things that you can't control or things that are coming up that you just, you, you want to know the answer, but you can't and you're waiting. Those can really just wear us down and wear us out and cause all kinds of stress issues. And then there's this other place that we can go in our mind where you think of something that is true. You know, think about the love of your grandmother and grandfather. Mm. As you depended on them as a child, you run into your father's arms as a child. And, and I mean, there would never be a time when he would not catch you and, and take hold of you and tell you how much he loves you. Those things are true and they're established in your life. And so to, to turn your mind from that which makes you anxious and turn it toward things that are approved by God, uh, whether it be you know parenthood, fatherhood, things that you recognize to be true, things that are noble. All of us have those times in our life when someone did something that was right in the face of great challenge, and they still did what was right. That's noble. You know that takes dignity and integrity uh, to be faithful to the truth and, and to do something that is noble. Um, we know what justice is, and we know when it's when it's meted out. When finally, that's what every movie that's made is built on. Justice needs to be served. Almost every movie, mm-hmm. someone has been wronged. Someone is, you know, needs to find a way to get a leg up, and we are rooting for that character with everything we have. There's got to be a way. There's got to be a window. There's got to be an opportunity, and and finally we get that relief because we understand how the mind works. That everything's being built up to show this moment when they got that thing they needed. Um, to be recognized or to, so we could see the value or their true value that, that lies within them. And Paul's saying, he's not telling us to go to the movies. He's saying, sit down in a quiet place, 
set anxiety aside and meditate on this. Mm-hmm. You know how to do it. You know about its benefit. Make that your practice. And there's so much that can be gained from that. And even, as you indicated, the world recognizes that because I don't care. Go to any motivational speaker and one thing they're going to preach is think positive thoughts. That's right. And that's true insofar as it goes, but we're talking about spiritual applications here. What kind of positive thinking should I engage in? Well, the goodness of God, for one thing. Appreciating what he's done. Look at the things, like Paul lists here, they're noble, just, pure, lovely, good report, all these good things. Consider what what God has done for you, What, what, what he's done for me, what he's done for everybody. I know in my daily prayers, I constantly thank him for the compassion and the patience that he shows to the world because the sun came up today. That's right. He's giving another chance for people to repent and come to him. Uh, he's, he's giving his people another chance to serve him. So I try to, to think of those noble and good things that God knows everything we need. He provides for them in abundance in this country. Um, it's just all the wonderful things what he's done through Jesus and the spiritual blessings that are found in him absolutely just look through the scriptures and see what God has done the things that are right like you pointed out things that are just where where righteousness has prevailed yeah and in Jesus Christ specifically absolutely I would say he's number one yeah you think of those things if you fix your mind on that then you don't have room or time to start getting worried about what's happening in the Ukraine war. When's inflation going to stop and food prices stop going up? What about my neighbor who's constantly making racket and throws this trash in my yard? You know, I'm not going to be anxious about that stuff. Um, you know, for the stuff that's out of my control, let God deal with it. Absolutely. And I'll just, again, look at that and rejoice in the good things that he does. Yeah, that's right. And that's why these are encouraging words. And I think one, one more layer of encouragement I can provide is that a good way to do this is to surround yourself with good people. And, and the best way to do Amen. that is to tie yourself in, get connected to, and be a part, a working part of the Lord's body. Because now you're with people who are also meditating on these things. They're trying to work that out in their own lives. And I found in my life that as I go home and try to think about, okay, what's good, what's right, what's noble, what's pure, there's a... 30, 40 names pop up in my head of people I know personally that have lived this out. And I, I'm thanking God, as you said, in my prayer that I know who they are and that I was able to be a benefactor of, of the great work that they're doing. Th- those are just so good for us. And yeah. so the church is the best support group you could possibly have. Absolutely. So what we've done is we removed the negative, the anxiety, um, the things that bring us down, and we've replaced it with those wholesome, good, pure, righteous things that build us up and make us all that God wants us to be. That's right.